I hit that record button right in the nick of time. I hit the record button. Uh, what are you doing? All silent over there? Huh? <laughs> are, you, are you high again, Frank? Are you high? Are you using? I'm on the dope. <laughs> He's on the dope, folks. Uh, <laughs> this is the dope show. What do the kids call it nowadays? Oh, yeah, LSD. That's it. Phoenix West, the Twilight Zone episode review show. Well, what have we got here? The Mystic Seer. The what? Let's try it, shall we? Have you got a penny, honey? What are we asking? I got it. Does anything exciting ever happen around here? It is quite possible. The hand belongs to Mr. Don S. Carter, male member of a honeymoon team en route across the Ohio countryside to New York City. In one moment, they will be subjected to a gift most humans never receive in a lifetime. For one penny, they'll be able to look into the future. The time is now. The place is a little diner in Ridgeview, Ohio. And what this young couple doesn't realize is that this town happens to lie on the outskirts of the Twilight Zone. Hello, citizens. Welcome to LAW The Twilight Zone Review, episode 43. I'm male member of the show, Phoenix West. And I'm the other honeymoon male member of the team, Frank Links. How are you doing, Frank? Going on there, uh, husband. <laughs> uh, this episode, this episode. I, <laughs> we mentioned at the last, we just finished recording episode 42, The uh, Eye of the Beholder. And you were, I you were, already. You were excited <laughs> to move on to this one. And yeah, for the life of me, I can't figure out why. <laughs> I love this episode. <laughs> uh, this I even have, no, I don't know if you remember, like 10 years ago or so, they released a, like, uh, I don't know, five or six different collector's items slash figurines whatever that you could get for for some reason they were in black and white didn't understand that yeah. but <laughs> you know the little mystic seer a guy the napkin holder with the little devil head on the top yeah i got that yeah <laughs> yeah i i like this episode it's fine it's just uh it's basically like a, a domestic abuse the play <laughs> that's what it feels like it's like a a couple just arguing for 29 minutes or 24 minutes and then they're well, like, nah, fuck it, let's go. And it's over. <laughs> Dude, not for nothing, but I've been, no, I've, I've had to use a lot of tow trucks in the past year or so. I, I've never once, you know, uh, let the, you know, not even asked, let alone let them let me sit in my car as it's towed. <laughs> uh, they don't see, do that anymore. See, yeah, so... This is a quaint time. So basically, Shatner and his bitch have to wait four hours because their car's getting fixed. <laughs> and uh, the, the dialogue is basically, he's in for a promotion. And as office manager, big promotion. Yeah, it's, I, love, I love the vagaries of dialogue like this. It's like, you know I'm, uh, I'm a busy businessman, and I, uh, 
I'm up for my promotion at my businessy job. For it's a business promotion for my business boss. It's very important. I get back to work for my business. In an office. Yeah, you know I make the only money in this this uh, terrible, terrible relationship we have. Well, he's the man, and she's the woman. So goddamn right. So she should fucking listen to him. This is. Sorry, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say she's the one that cooks. He makes the money. She doesn't, cook. she doesn't cook here. The, the cook does. There's an actual cook in this episode. She has, she has nothing to do. Um, Give her that recipe, that, that recipe to the uh, country fried steak that he was pushing so damn hard. <laughs> and it's like 10 cent <laughs> Cokes. Um, he's a Coke dealer, this guy. He, uh, oh, fuck, I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, uh, so not only is it like this weird... It's it's not not domestic violence, but it's it's quasi. It's on the way there. Like I feel like if, if this went on for another hour, you would definitely see a slap or two. And it's also like this really deep look into into addiction. Yeah, just it's a well, you know, instead of being an alcoholic with uh, what how do you say with with bottles uh, hidden in the chandelier, which I I never found. A, do alcoholics do that? Phoenix, uh, do you hide a? Uh, do you hide bottles and chandeliers? I don't own a chandelier, so I don't know anyone who does own a chandelier. <laughs> and I feel like if you own one, people who have chandeliers also have that that bar. You know what I mean? Like when you watch old yeah. movies, they always have that little bar, and there's always ice in there for some reason, even though they've been home in days. Yeah. There's always ice in there. I don't. <laughs> I don't understand it. It's always there, so don't, they don't really have a need to hide it. If you have a chandelier, you don't need to fucking hide your alcohol. Plus, it's a shitty place to hide it because when you turn the light on, you kind of look at where the light's coming from and, hey, what's that What's that bottle doing in the chandelier? <laughs> yeah, I, I see more of the, uh, the the pint of whiskey hiding in the, the toilet tank or something like that. Wow. that's Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's, that's more the one I see in movies. Uh, so, basically, uh, while Shatner's you know, getting fresh... He's uh he's getting prepared in the bathroom. She, uh, his bitch is playing a song in the jukebox, and then uh, she's also dressed like a picnic table. Uh, terrible wardrobe, <laughs> terrible. Or Pat Carter, <laughs> <laughs> that uh, bitch. His bitch is. <laughs> for some reason, I just wrote bitch every time I referred to her in my notes, and I just went with it. This is these are the things I do when I make my notes. I just stick with it. The I man just, and the bitch. I now pronounce <laughs> you man and, and bitch. <laughs> bitch, listen. Listen, bitch. That's, that's their wedding ceremony. <laughs> do you promise to love and to hold and to listen, you bitch? And she's like, I, do I? And he's like, you do. And she's like, I, yes, I do then. And, he's, and then the priest was like, yeah, that's right. She's got it. Um, wow. So then the first thing, they sit down at this table, and for some reason they're immediately drawn into that little that little thing there, that little, uh, little mystic gypsy, seer. Yeah, the mystic seer, the little gypsy, gypsy thing. It's yeah, basically or, or devil head. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, uh, the movie Big is just this episode. It's just got is this. It? Yeah, it's just got this. Uh, I never that, seen it. It's just well, not so much the you know the the plot. It's just that Tom Hanks goes to that little booth. What is it called? And, and Big. Oh shit! I'm gonna think of it later. Um, and he asks, you know, he makes a wish and he does a little, puts the coin in and he turns the thing and it gives him a little, little, uh, little handout, a little, basically a business card that says, yeah, it'll happen. Um, and he basically, in that clip that you played in the beginning, he's like, does anything ever happen in this town? 
And then the little devil fortune teller is like, it is possible. And I was like, ooh, drama. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> dun, 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 dun. The, the most vague, yeah, maybe. Yeah, it's possible. Like, do I, do I, do I get the promotion? It has been decided in your favor. So yeah. 70, not for less than 75 cents to make a phone call to St. Louis from Ohio. I'm not a, I'm, I'm not like really into geography or maps or anything, but it doesn't seem that far away from Ohio and St. Louis. Does it matter if it's how far away it is at that point? If it's 75 distance, cents though, back in the yeah, early sixties. Yeah. No, no, I get that. I'm just saying, does the distance matter once it's long distance? I don't, like, I guess not. I would assume I it's know. all the same would, if it's long distance. Well, I would imagine it would cost more than 75 cents to call like someone in England than uh, someone in a state below you. I feel like if you told like children nowadays about long distance phone calls, like I remember that being a huge part of my childhood, like parents going through the phone bill and being oh, like, oh. who the fuck called Cincinnati? And you're like, I, I don't. Did, I don't remember doing that, but like, you know, it was, it was $85 to talk for six minutes. You're like, Jesus Christ. My mom got a bill one time. True story, right? Uh, the bill came to $2,000 one month because my sister, every hour for a month, called the Hanson Hotline <laughs> so she wouldn't miss any tour dates being announced. Wow. She's like uh, Lisa Simpson when she called Corey. <laughs> Do you remember that episode? <laughs> she kept calling no, Corey uh, over and over. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that one. Yep. Oh, yeah. wow. I, I thought that was shit just happened in movies. I didn't realize that really <laughs> happened. She but was it, grounded for at least a month. Did she pay that shit? My sister? Yeah. What, at age 10? No, you pay in flesh. <laughs> no, she's never a job. <laughs> no, you, you beat your child. That's what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. She, yeah, yeah. Okay, good. Oh, yeah. yeah she yeah, got beat pretty bad. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. No marks, though. Always at the top of the head. A question, though. Did it yield any results? Did she actually get to go see Hanson? Uh, yeah, of course she did. Okay. She's seen every Hanson concert that comes through Philly and Atlantic City. Oh. And one time through New York. Yep. Hmm. Christmas okay. album. <laughs> they have a Christmas album, huh? They Indeed they do. <laughs> I like <it>. your, <laughs> your, uh, the, the well for your Hanson knowledge is very deep. Well, I was I surrounded by it for a good couple of years of my life, yep. It's like uh, I, my sister was way into New Kids on the Block. She had everything New Kids on the Block. It was a bit much. Who didn't? I mean, I. Who who was your favorite? Um, Marky Mark's uh, monster brother, Donnie Wahlberg. <laughs> I guess <laughs> he looks like a if if Marky Mark was a potato. That's that's who he is. <laughs> like he just looks unhealthy all the time, and his brother could not look more in shape than anybody any other human in the world. Oh shit! It's so weird. <laughs> like, like some. Like, I feel like when a you know in, in my world here, there's a god for once, and he's just like, you know what? I'm gonna give all the looks and talent to this one guy. You're gonna get the leftovers. You're gonna be successful, but you're not gonna ever get laid. You're just gonna get nothing, but you you'll make your best of it. It's like uh, Ron Howard and his brother, <laughs> Clint Howard. You know, I found out Clint Howard was in Apollo 13. Yeah, he's got a small role there. Uh, I wouldn't say the, small. He was he was Mich- he was part of Mission yeah. Control. Yeah. Uh, Which one was he in Mission Control though? He was the guy with the headset on that, that said some things. Well, they, they all had headsets <laughs> and said things. That was a joke. Um, <laughs> oh. He's one of those guys. Um, he, yeah. Wasn't he the one that 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 was like? Was he the good-looking guy? No. 
Not if it's or Clint he's Howard. He's the bald guy. <laughs> he's the bald guy with the with the weird teeth. He's like a oh. super super nice guy, but you know he's he's not a, he's not a looker. No. Uh, yeah. But then again, Ron Howard isn't either. No, but he used to be a cute kid. Um, oh, dude, Opie was a sexy. Yeah. Speaking anyway, of speaking on. of him, he's also in some Twilight Zones. He is. Yeah. Yes, he is. We'll get there eventually. Um, so oh, yeah. the problem trouble with one. what's that? Look forward to it. What? What's it, something about Pip? What episode? What's his? Uh, what's the episode name that he's in? Uh, in place of Pip. In place of Pip. Okay. So, yep. okay, let's get to this episode. We haven't talked about it at all. So, <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know. I can't believe I pulled that title out of my yeah. ass. <laughs> I haven't seen that episode in years. Um, it is. Lovely. And it was bad it's, it's too. It was so yeah, he, bad. it's just him crying for an episode. His dad. Oh God. Well, the ending just. Oh God. <laughs> Um, so Shatner in this episode, first of all, Shatner's in this episode. He's in two episodes. You said this is uh, your, you like this one more than the, you know, 20,000. Well, okay. Only because, only because of the 20,000 feet one, the, the, the cute fairy little guy on the wing, it just <laughs> drove me up a fucking wall. How many that, seconds they would focus yeah. on his face. See, I have that one. You know, we talked about the, the black and white, uh, little ceramic figures they released. Yeah, um, I have that one. Oh, you got that one too? Yeah, nice. I got it. Like it was supposed to be like ninety bucks or something. It was like this heavy ass. It wasn't like the the toys that they released. It was a like a fucking like ten pound brick. <laughs> it's like a bobblehead kind of. Yeah. Um, and it was like eight dollars on sale. Like someone mismarked it at a, at a local place, and I was like, "Fuck!" <laughs> like, hell oh, yeah. yeah. And, you gotta go for it then. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, like, I, I got the Invaders guy. He's a bobblehead, too. Yeah. He's heavy as fuck. Yeah, it's probably from the same run there. They're, they're, you could kill somebody with it, and, and it wouldn't break. Oh, yeah. Trust I me. mean, I, I, I could me. beat you to, to death with the Mystic Seer and then, you know, uh, pay it a penny and find out if I'm going to get away with it or not. Well, you'd be like, am I going to get away with it? And he's like, it's very likely. And you'd be like, yeah. Yeah. You're sorry, Phoenix. He told me I'm getting away with it, so, yeah. <laughs> so, uh. Sorry, ahead. Shatner is very superstitious in this episode. He's got like a rabbit's foot and a shamrock in his keychain, and probably has a fucking lucky penny in his shoe. And uh, he's just a degenerate gambler, really. Is this how they're <laughs> they're just not saying it? He's on his way. Yeah. Well, she's going to be the frugal one of his of the relationship. Apparently, she is going to have an uphill struggle to keep this guy from blowing his money at casinos, like in that the Fever episode. She is just going to be, her whole life is just going to be watching this guy and just, I, I would advise to her, keep separate bank accounts and <laughs> and don't lend him money because you're never going to see that shit again. He's going to, you're going to lose the house. Make sure the house is in your name. Um, keep a car in your name as well. Just, just, she has to be like constantly with one foot out the door. Just like if he fucks up his life, I am sidestepping this motherfucker and going around him, moving on with my life. Uh, with with minimal damage done to me. <laughs> yeah, just you know, just waiting for the other shoe to drop. Yeah, I mean, how else do you see this relationship really going? If this is how his personality is, over is very likely. Oh my god, I better be addicted immediately to to the most vague answers ever. <laughs> he's just like fully on board, and he's fucking mystified by this thing that's giving the most. Like I said, the most vague answers possible. It's not even giving like definites in any way. It's like, yeah, three o'clock. 
Yeah, uh, I love this part real quick. It's real quick, but uh, this is like I, I love this part because he's like he's hugging the damn thing. <laughs> Are you just gonna stay here? I don't know. <laughs> I don't. I don't no. know. <laughs> so shatter. <laughs> love it. Oh, love he, it. I don't know. It's just three words, but it took him four and a half seconds to say it. It's kind of amazing. <laughs> I know. I just wanted to hear the blah, the song from uh, Miami, CSI Miami, kind yeah. of afterwards. <laughs> you know what's uh, fascinating is Shatner was legitimately a really good actor. Was? This was his first. Wasn't this his first, like, ever credit? I mean, outside, like, early Star Trek as well. He was a good actor. And then, then, you know, eventually he kind of did the Al Pacino De Niro thing where he started off really good, not obviously not to the same levels, but started yeah. off really good and then just became a parody of himself. It's, it's, it's weird to watch. I mean, didn't he do like, didn't he do like albums of covers, yeah. but he would say them in his He does spoken word albums and they're kind of fascinating. He did one with Ben Folds that is like, I actually like listening to them. Yeah, they they do put a new spin on your favorite classics. That's for <laughs> yeah. sure. Uh, it's not a it's no Rocket Man. Do you hear that one right? Oh, I'm, I'm a, a Rocket Man. man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's it seems like the song should be like three and a half hours of the pace he's going. <laughs> I want to hear him do like a rap song. <laughs> I feel like oh my god! Did, I feel like he did <laughs> like an Eminem song or something. Minutes. Um. So, Just do an OB Trice. I would love to hear him do one <laughs> OB Trice song. <laughs> uh, that'd be amazing. Uh, so oh. I realized at some point he's just constantly asking this thing over and over. You know, what are his questions like? Should we leave? Oh. Before, should we leave before three? And it's like, nah. What, what were the other questions he asked though? I mean, one was like, uh, if we leave now, will something bad happen to us? Uh, one dares to find out. It's like, uh, okay, how about if we leave at three? You know, stay and you'll know. Or like, uh. Yeah, it's, at some point I realized this is just you watching one of your buddies play with a magic eight ball while they're high. <laughs> it's, like, it, it's just like, am I going to marry Cindy Crawford? Uh, ask again later. Maybe. Well, I might. <laughs> it's not saying no. Like, Oh my God! Like, who gives a shit? Who gives a shit? <laughs> well, you know, he tries to he tries to you know play it off like it's actually predicting his damn future, and then she tries to trick it. Did you remember this part where she tries to you know ask it questions that are obviously wrong, right? Yeah, yeah. All but the Mystic Sears hip to her game. <laughs> <laughs> can't get one past, can't get one past old devil. Uh, you know, springy head guy. Yeah. Your chances are good. Very precise. Honey, what do you expect? A slip should come out and say, Hiya, Donzi and Patsy, so how's by you? Pause. What? <laughs> what, what, did, what, what? What did he say there? I don't know. Do something <laughs> a hot <hot-a-potsy? laughs> That's what I heard. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't know what that meant. <clears throat> I'm thinking it's, it's got to be like a '60s reference, but I don't get it. I, I, I didn't recognize him as words. Right 
Your chances are good. Very precise. Honey, what do you expect? A slip should come out and say, Hiya, Donzie and Patsy, so how's by you? How's <laughs> and Diane and Patsy, how's about you? Uh, 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 Hi, <laughs> a Patsy, and how's about you? Or uh, I, yeah, I don't. Uh, Hi, I'm well, downing your pant panties. Hiding your panties, or or how, wearing a pant. They does flat out say, "How's about you?" <laughs> well, I, I thought it was like it's like wearing your panties because uh, I don't know. Well, okay, one more time, but I'll play through, and then you can try to pick it apart then, because. Yeah, we'll be stuck on these two words for an hour. <laughs> two words <laughs> or seven words. Well, I reach New York all right now. Your chances are good. Very precise. Honey, what do you expect? A slip should come out and say, Hiya, Donzi and Patsy, so how's by you? Excuse me. I never said these slips were made for us personally. I only said... I that... heard. Don't you realize it? You could get the same kind of answers from any one of these machines in here. Try and see. The same kind, maybe, but not the same answers. That made sense. <laughs> Will it still take four hours before the car is ready? Hey. It has already been taken care of. Swell. Let's go, then. Mister... Your car's ready. <gasps> Got a lucky break. Found a fuel pump spooky. right here in town last one I had, too. Figured you'd be walking around a couple hours before you finally came to the garage, so I come looking for you. Thank you. We appreciate it. I mean, that's kind of real. Nose, right? No mechanic would ever fucking do that. No, that's exactly what I thought, dude. No. Like, there's, yeah, they'll, they'll come and get it when they're good goddamn and ready, because <laughs> I, I, got, I got shit to do. <laughs> yeah, there, there's no way. You're going to come back and you're going to be on smoke break and you're like, are you going to work in my car? Like, yeah, we might get around to that today. Oh, yeah. shit, shit back like, then was... Bullshit. I mean, it's a small town, but I guess that's what they're going for. Um, So he asks, you know, can we leave before 3 or some shit like that? And it's it's 2.10. And they, he forces his goddamn wife, his goddamn bitch here, to sit around from 2.10 until 3 with nothing to do. And I was well, no, like, she, oh, sorry, well, she eventually like, she eventually like, you know, co- cohort. And she, she talks him into leaving, at, you know, um, like, it was like 10 minutes before three, four minutes, so oh, four minutes before three. And what do they do? Almost get run over by a damn car. Yeah. Which I have so many thoughts on. First of all, I was like, <laughs> I would rather goddamn die, get hit by that car, than sit here and, and, and take advice from this countertop piece of shit. Like, fuck that. I'm not going to sit there and, like, pump penny after penny. And first of all, they said they only had 10 pennies, and they asked, like, 22 fucking questions. Uh, just... One question per penny, please. Yeah. Just, what the fuck ever. And then, they're like, we have to stay till 3. And then she stays. She's so patient from 210 and 254, 256, excuse me. And then she's like, you know what? Enough's enough. And I was like, if you really, if, we're, if you put in that much time, you just just ride out those four minutes. Just just give him that. Yeah. No, no yeah. they leave. I thought he was gonna like Dude. fake diarrhea to stay in there for another four minutes. <laughs> well, bottom line, if they would have had the chicken fried steak and not 
whatever shit sandwich they ordered. <laughs> I did you hear their order? Have you ever had a sandwich that, like that? It, no, no. Do you uh, read, Do you remember the, the order that they, they ordered? It was I, like, oh god, it was like uh. It, it was like lettuce and tomato on rye. Like, that's <laughs> it. That was that's all. And that mayo. was a sandwich. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I saw someone take a picture the other day of their sandwich, and it was just tomato and mayonnaise on bread. And that's I was all like, it that's was, not dude. a sandwich. That's kind of just torture. I like, mean, yeah, it was it was wheat bread, lettuce, <laughs> tomato. No, like that's that's it. Like you had condiments and toppings. Can I get a BLT wheat. minus the thing that makes it taste like a BLT? Like, I want to be aware I'm not having a full BLT, but I also kind of want to, you know, I want to pay for a full BLT, though. Oh, well, God, this guy. I decisions. always order a BL because I hate the tea. <laughs> I love tea. Mm. With A? No. Oh, my God, real good. <laughs> so, at some point, he's like, yeah, let's go. I'm sorry. This is what his line here. I, I don't know if you had a clip of it or not. It's, I, it's my favorite part of the episode. He's like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry I'm being so stupid. It must be like living with an alcoholic because I'm so superstitious. And I was like, it is so not that. How does how is that anything like being with an alcoholic? What? Uh, yeah, I didn't make the correlation. I mean, <laughs> I, I, I've lived through that, and uh, I'd rather them be superstitious, really. <laughs> yeah. I was taking that every day of the week. <laughs> it is so not the same at all. There's, in fact, there's no similarity. So let's just go ahead and say it. There's, it's not similar in any way. And then he says, yeah. uh, he one-ups his own line of, of stupidity where he says, stop treating me like a retarded child or something. <laughs> <laughs> and then immediately they aggressively run in the, into the street. And uh, I was like, they almost get hit by the car then. And they're like, whoa, that was close. And I was like, that wasn't fate. That was you actually acting like that retarded child she t- you told her not to act, treat you like. Oh, I fucking hate this guy. His character <laughs> is such a dick. It was so funny how he really did say, stop treating me like a retarded tra- child. I went, oh, he said the R word. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, and, and not just retarded, a retarded child. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know. retarded, retarded person or child. He, he, he made it like the worst case scenario. Uh, it's, it's... Well, he didn't say, never mind. I'm not going to finish that one. <laughs> All right. Yeah, good. So... <laughs> I was like, this guy has some fucking problems. He wants to go back in there after this. And I was like, she looks and acts like his mom. And he she, she he really should listen to her. Because she's like, can we not? Can we not go back in there? Can we just not do that? He's like, nah, we're going to go back in there. Well, what do you have to fear? And she's like, nothing. Why? Well, there's nothing to fear then. And they kept on walking. I'm like, well, he did kind of semantics her right into the diner again. <laughs> yeah. It's like, well, then by your logic, there's, you know, there's no reason we shouldn't go back in there. I mean, you're saying there's nothing there. So uh, he, he just like, he's, it's the most <laughs> domestic violence he can do without beating her, like physically. He just, <laughs> he just beats her mind down. This woman is so like, so fucked up. She's going to have a terrible life. Well, you know, m- you know, Richard Matheson was known to really kind of make women look lesser of you know than their male counterparts and his most of his stories i'm not saying it's right i'm just saying that's what he did oh you're not saying that women aren't less than men either no yeah we definitely don't want to say that so don't get definitely equals 
Oh. oh. <laughs> I close guess. to it. I guess. Well, I mean, except in sports, then nowhere's close. I'd I felt say, bad I'd for the tried out for that uh, football team, and she kicked it like 17 yards and blamed <laughs> it on an injury she never got. But, hey, I give her E for effort. Yeah, there you go. That's a good, that's a good, uh, that's a good rate. Good rating. Thanks. Thank you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, they go back in. <laughs> Moving on here. <laughs> yeah, please. They go back in, and then... Uh, <laughs> His mom slash bitch, where the fuck she is, she basically rapes his mind. <laughs> and she convinces him into leaving. She's like, come on. Let's, I forget what she says exactly. And she's like, let's, can we just go? Like, can you not, you know, do this anymore? <laughs> I feel like this isn't the first time. She doesn't seem surprised, does she? Uh, she seems like she's about had it. And she and this was the straw that broke the, straw that broke the camel's back. And she finally just let out, like, a bunch of... Just, just a bunch of just aggravation that she's had built up, bottled up inside of her. I think. Yeah, and you feel like if she, if this kept going, you just see like she would just see down a long corridor into her future, and like, oh god, like everything's spinning out of control. She would see at the other end of the hallway, just like an older version of her, just penniless and homeless, and just like he's already dead because he drank himself to death, and. She's just left with his wreckage. <laughs> it's just like the sad, the saddest picture ever. And then she, yeah, and he, he had like an outstanding bill of like a hundred grand to some yeah. tarot card reader. <laughs> yeah, definitely. He's getting his palms read every day. And yeah. He's just a, he's like a, a fortune junkie. It's just, it's the saddest thing possible. Give me a quarter. I read your palm. Fortune yeah. for quarter. I love quarter. He owes Miss Cleo millions. <laughs> R.I.P. She just died. Did you ever call them? No. Yeah, they're full of shit. I remember. <laughs> no, I, I never thought of this. I remember me and a friend in like I don't know elementary school prank calling her, uh, or having the aspirations of prank calling her, and then realizing it costs money, and being like, "Ah, let's, let's not do this." <laughs> like giving oh, up very my grandmother's easily. phone, so I did it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I called uh, Collect from Ohio to her in, in St. Louis, and it was uh, like $2,000. Wow. That's pretty brutal. <laughs> wasn't 75 cents like no. it wasn't here? No, no, nowadays. Those are the 90s. Yeah, inflation. <laughs> yep, yep. Yeah, it's a bitch. 75 cents back then is so much for a phone call. It really is. Their fucking meal was like 65 cents when he paid. It's like, yeah, it's like, and, and why... Why did he call when the mystics here told him it was already decided? It was a waste of 75 cents. Yeah. Well, anyway, he said 76 cents then. Yeah, because add a penny. Yeah, add a penny. Uh, so, so. <laughs> so I'm trying to think of what happens after that. <laughs> they, they leave. This fucking this uh, couple with a terrible future leaves. They're going to go drive into the sunset of their, their, the rest of their lives, their nightmare of, of a life together. <laughs> and... Right when they leave, they basically hold the door for another couple that come in. And these guys are like flat out fucking fortune junkies. They are like, the guy's like, come on, man. They're like, well, am I, am I, am I going to get high today? Like, oh, God, are you going to tell me? If, uh, basically, they're asking nothing to this fucking thing. They're addicted. This is kind of a couple where it went wrong. Yeah. And I, I, I feel like our main couple is the couple where it went wrong as well. We just don't get to see it. Because this guy is not going to stop his behavior. He keeps it going. Yeah, he didn't throw away his, you know, fucking rabbit foot. He didn't throw away a shamrock. They just walked away. Which, uh, rabbit's foot and a shamrock. I, uh, do you own either one? 
Um, no, no. Yeah, and you're Irish. Yeah. I remember looking for four-leaf clovers as a kid, but that's something you do when you're bored in a white trash town, and there's nothing there. That's uh, true. I've done the same. Never found one, have you? What's that? Have you ever found an actual four-leaf clover? No. It's one, of the, it's one of those things where you, you know, the kids in the neighborhood would be like, I totally found one last year. And you're like, you fucking liar. But you, you know, it was this didn't. big. It was like <laughs> yeah. the size of a, of a, of, of like a pog slammer. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Oh, is, is that going too deep for everybody? <laughs> the kids nowadays don't know what pogs are. Come on. <laughs> Let alone a pog slammer. I we still used to have make them my metal pogs. Shops. Do you really? I do. I have all my pogs and I have a, Collection of slammers as well. So do I. Yeah. Dude, yo, I'll put my best slammer against yours in the game of uh, Pogs if we ever meet up. <laughs> all the Pogs back then, I remember specifically, it was either the No Fear Pogs or they all had skulls and like spades on them. Fuck yeah. <laughs> like, back when skulls and spades and, and guys, those the No Fear ones with that, that muscle dude. It was like so Fuck. stupid. Fuck yeah. Uh, I, I had the whole Simpsons collection, did you? Yeah, I had all those too. I spent so much like back then for it was so much money, really it was like probably fifteen bucks. But yeah, going oh, that through was the weeks at, hardware store. for me. Yeah. Um I my brother gave me one, a slammer that was uh, like two inches of plastic and then half an inch of rubber with the finger grips in it. Awesome. And it was so stupid powerful that it would just flip the stack over. It wouldn't. None, it wasn't single at that point. It would just f- completely flip the stack over, and it was it was amazing. I got so many pogs off that. Oh, yeah. People would just stop playing. So it just literally boop, you flip it right over, and I was like, eh, "This isn't even fun anymore." You were the guy. People were just like, "No, I'm good." Yeah, I was. I'm good. Man, it sucks it, when you get too good at something. Nobody wants to play at. And it wasn't even me. It was just. It was just that the slammer I had. It was. It was just so. Spongy, but yeah, still style, still solid. So it would just, come, I don't know. It was it was a magical thing, and it would. Just, Did and, like you have special colored tubes? Um, yeah, I had a blue one. That's where all my slimers are still to this day at my mom's house. Oh, right. you have a blue one too. Yeah, I have blue for my slammers. I gray for all my uh, regular shit. I have one of those. Uh, basically, is like it looks like a giant dildo. One for my yeah. all my pogs, like that foot long one. Hell you know, Still got fuck those. yeah. <laughs> I would rather play with Pogs right now than this fucking machine, this mystic machine from this episode. <laughs> you mean what? Like the, the one that he's holding on to? Yeah, I'd rather play with my play with Pogs and lose them than play with this fucking thing. <laughs> I, I I'm a guy. I don't I don't believe in anything, so um, I, I don't find these entertaining. Not even no. yourself? No, I don't. Oh. More, most importantly, myself. <laughs> um, I, I just, you know, you know what I mean. Though I don't, I don't find anything interesting at all about uh, like fortune telling or like. There's a bunch of local out here in Phoenix. There's a bunch of like houses that have been turned into like read your future, like poem readings, and it's like that's your fucking house. Like, there's no way I go in there and I don't get offered some sort of drugs. Or that's a why I do go in there. Like I see syphilis in my future. That's I can tell my future from outside this fucking house. <laughs> I, I, I'm I, still I, on the medication. <laughs> I see an FBI raid in my future. That's what's gonna fucking happen if you go in there. It's it's a it's a nightmare. It really is, dude. You have no idea what's going on. You just know just to stand still. Yeah. <laughs> Say uh, nothing. Yeah, it's uh, gross. 
So, you know, if you're ever in a FBI raid, just remember, God, folks, just don't say anything other than call my lawyer. That's it. Goddamn right. Yeah, um, yeah I, I'm done with this episode. Do you have anything else to say about it? Uh, Rod does. Oh, shit. Yeah, let's do the outro here. Then we'll say our goodbyes. Counterbalance in the little town of Ridgeview, Ohio. Two people permanently enslaved by the tyranny of fear and superstition. Facing the future with a kind of helpless dread. Two others facing the future with confidence. Having escaped one of the darker places of the Twilight Zone. I love how he refined that finally in season three. Looking forward to getting there. Yeah. Because <laughs> I always feel like he's missing some at the end. Yeah. I, I, I also like, and I mean this, uh, it's one of the rare ones where the person kind of learns their lesson during it. I mean, obviously, I don't think they did because I like my twisted fantasy better. But it's one of the <laughs> rare ones where they actually, you know, figure it out and they get away with it. and they, or Not get away with anything, but they don't get sucked into this world. Someone else does. We still see someone else get that, you know, get that negative uh, ending. But it's it's kind of refreshing not to see. And then they died, or like you know, <laughs> shit like that. Well, they almost died. Remember, they almost died. They almost killed but, themselves. Is what happened. Yeah, you know, when you cross the street and you run, and but then somebody else, you know. Yeah, yeah. you don't look. That's not your. Fu- that's not. That's you running in front of a car like a retarded child, like you said. That, yep. That's just you almost killing yourself. That's attempted suicide. That's how I see it. <laughs> um, but yeah. And him dragging her along with is attempted homicide. <laughs> yeah. I uh, I like this episode. I'm not in love with it, but it's it's fine. I don't. I, I really have nothing against it. It's uh. IMDb gave it an eight point five out of ten. Saw that. Saw that. Saw that. Also, the Eye of the Beholder has a nine point two. If you if you've seen that, and that tells you something there. Uh, tells me IMDb uh, ratings really don't mean dick. <laughs> For TV shows, no. no uh, I, I find the movie ones are pretty good, but the TV show episodes are like three stars too high a lot. It's just, uh, you know, if you're a fan of the TV show, you watch every episode, so once it gets deep into the seasons, only the fans are going to watch it, and they always rate it really high. But um, yeah. yeah, and what, then, to be honest, after seeing this <clears throat> a couple of times, getting ready for the show, I, I was like, I think I spoke too soon when I said I like this one better than the other one, because I think I've seen, I, I've seen the other one before this one, so it was more, like, fresh and new and everything. But after really comparing it, the, the, this one's the weaker one out of the yes. two we did. Yes, it is. Definitely. 20,000 feet is way better. I, it's a, yeah. It's a entertaining because he's just flipping out. <laughs> it's, it's got a lot more going on, and I, and I don't feel like he's... I feel like he's there, and he can't escape it. This, I feel like, just just walk away, and you're good, and which is what happens. So, <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, which, you know, the Twilight Zone likes to punish those who need punishment of what they're doing, and obviously yeah. he, you know, it's obviously what they're punishing him for. But he learns a lesson. They walk away with a new sense of confidence. Yeah, that's you know. that's the kind of why I like this episode more than I, I normally would. If it were, if they had a negative ending, like they just get sucked into it, I'd be like, okay, just torturing this fucking couple for no reason. And Rod Serling in the beginning of his intro, he's in that cafe with him. It's not a zoom, and then he's sitting at a table. They literally pan right over to him, and he's sitting right next to the guy smoking. Yeah. I always like that when he's in the scene with him. Yeah, it's always fun. Um, we're at uh, 40 minutes here, so let's get the fuck out of here. Uh, you want to plug your plug yourself here? 
Uh, way off topic radio at double LNKZ on Twitter. And I am also on Twitter, Phoenix West, uh, LAW Studios on Twitter, Loading Wonderland. I did it. Um, yeah, mostly YouTube.com slash Loading Wonderland. Uh, go there, LAWStudios.com. Go there. Share with your friends and uh, your mortal enemies and do that. <laughs> and uh, the outcome of you doing that is it's, it's likely, you know? You, it's you, likely. You're, bound, you're bound to watch a great Nick Cage cast. Oh, goddamn right. Yeah, share shitty movie showdown with your friends. Nick Cage cast is fun. Ah, what about Nick Cage isn't fun? Um, anyway, guys, citizens, until next time. In the meantime, I'm Phoenix West. And I'm Frank Links. So long, citizens. <laughs>